Hi, Nikki. And Taylor here. Your favorite quirky crime sisters. As you quirkians already know, our show contains graphic content Mm -hmm. and complete debauchery. Always. So please, listeners, be advised. recorded you doing that whole thing (laughs) what a fucking endeavor that just was (laughs) i'm annoyed but you gotta figure it out right i gotta figure it out i'm just annoyed oh okay well let's (laughs) let's drink and get that out of your system hi guys sorry that's not how you want to start this episode you guys quirky crime sisters here always we're actually like figuring out consistency which is a good thing my god yeah bt dubs i was annoyed because i couldn't get our audio stuff to work like the recording was not happening but anyway (laughs) on that note yes you are listening to the podcast yeah we're two sisters actually like to hang out with each other actually our dad said today we can't go two days without seeing each other's face (laughs) i mean sorry not sorry (laughs) um we like to talk about some crazy shit though yes and football (laughs) Ooh, we're so happy it's back it's bad. Um, we like to have an adult beverage or two. Or three or four. Or my first Michelob in a week. You guys, she's doing so good. I don't know who she is. We anyway, need a break. Um, that sober bitch over there is Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> and that salty bitch about me being sober. Actually, I've had a beer today. Okay, ma'am. The chick over there is Nikki, and I don't even know what to say because I'm getting, I'm getting squeaky about her. She's getting ultrasonic, y'all. <sighs> misdirected anger it's okay though always <laughs> it's okay we fine um what are we talking about today tay we are talking about nfl crimes and when we say nfl crimes i guess we should preface it by like these are not crimes that have actually taken place within the nfl but people who were in the nfl that have committed crimes because all the crimes that have taken place within the NFL are like domestic battery or drugs, I quickly found out. Uh, yeah, or DUIs. Yeah, like nothing else really happens. No, and actually I read a statistic that said, um, I believe every seven days there is somebody who's in the NFL that get. did I take something away from you? No, okay. I read that too. <laughs> but every seven days somebody in the NFL gets arrested for something. And again, pretty much most of it is battery, assault, Drugs, all that fight. My ego's too big for my helmet. Like, you know. Yeah, no, those things. Flaunt in my car and then I crash it because I've been drinking. There's a lot of that. Exactly, exactly. There's a lot of boobs in the NFL, I've decided. Oh, like boobs? People? Like boobs, like you're a boob. Oh, okay. I was like, okay, I know there's a lot of cheerleaders. (laughs) What kind of boobs are you talking about? (laughs) Sorry, there's a lot of dicks in the NFL. That too. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. Well... I mean, the, the battery stuff is dickish, but like, as you'll see, I have corky clippings today and there's a lot of boobs in the NFL. Yeah, there's a lot of boobs. Derpy boobs. That's the best you can say. <laughs> and here's the thing. We love football. We do love football. We are so happy football is back. That's yes. why we're bringing you football this week. Yes. Plus, I told Taylor she was not allowed to pick again. Although, 
my case is still a little dark. Well, because I picked your case for you. She did. Well, See, I haven't really looked into it much other than hearing a podcast on it. But she was stuck and I was like, do this guy. And it's pretty dark, actually. You know, I'm just good at that. I don't know. That's what I'm like attracted to. Dark. <laughs> Creepy, dark, and handsome. <laughs> Creepy, dark, and handsome. <laughs> not even handsome. He's not handsome. I don't know. My guy's actually handsome. Oh, well, he's not bad, actually. No, he really was not bad in his day. I don't know about now, but he was not bad in his day. Let I me think tell my you. guy definitely... I'm going to look him up. I'm pretty sure he's got the crazy eyes. I'm pretty sure I would have probably been attracted to my guy. But we'll get into it. Let's get it. We'll, you we'll, like them ethnic We'll get guys. into it. Um, He's not even ethnic. Oh, he's not. Never no. mind. I'm no. sorry. You're right. I do, but he's not. Cultural so, is a better word. Um, anyway, uh, what are we drinking this week, Tay? I'm drinking Michelob. Ooh, ooh. And you are drinking watermelon. Wagermelon. Wagermelon. <laughs> Where are we sourced from? We are sourced from, I don't really know, hard seltzer, White Claw, boom. Boom. <laughs> so boring. I love it. You know, we couldn't be creative today on the drink front. I think it's probably because neither one of us was like, yeah, we're getting ham bow tonight. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> not. I, I have some Mario Kart to win tonight. I need to be on my oh best skillage. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm like scrolling and it says my guy's name, iPhone cases, and it's like his face morphing into a goat. I'm going to have to post this on the podcast, <laughs> on the Instagram. I'm done Googling. Oh my god. Google Images is not the place to be at okay. 5 o'clock on a Monday. <laughs> um, yeah, I was actually saying that I don't have a Twitter account, yeah. but I was looking on Twitter for like football memes and stuff just to see what's out there, and there's some funny shit on Twitter. Like, I might I might finally get a Twitter. Why, why don't we make a quirky crime one? The true I, crime podcast community is huge on Twitter. Okay, I say we do it, but I just want it so that I can look at all these funny things. Like, oh yeah, watching Cam Newton on Sunday, like slide down the bench. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, we will. <laughs> we'll, our feed will be good. I'm saying we're gonna make one. Okay, I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, do you want to? <laughs> do you wanna? Crack I'll crack my Michelob. Your Michelob? Or here, let's do it together. Hold okay. on. Okay. One, two, two three. three. Oh, I cracked that right all over my computer. All over my computer. <laughs> Yamas. Yamas. Woo. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. So I'm be really honest with you. Yeah. Last week was kind of a doozy with my bottle of wine. I don't remember who went first. <laughs> So last week I gave statistics and you told your story. That's right. So this week I'm going to go first. Okay. And then you're going to tell your story. And then do quirky clippings. And then you're going to do... You guys, Taylor's doing quirky clippings this week. Yes. It was totally accidental that I came across this. But me and one of my boys went down this deep dark rabbit hole and we're cracking up. So I can't wait. I'm really excited about it. I love it. Yes. I love it. Okay. So should we... Get into this. Yeah, go ahead. Or do we have to hear a word from our sponsors? We can also do that. Which do you prefer? You want a minute to breathe? Yeah. Get ready. Let okay. me let me regroup. Okay. All right. But Nikki. Yes, Taylor. How often do you work out? Never. <laughs> me either. But that's okay <laughs> because 
this awesome brand called Athia reached out to us and they are skincare for the athletic people even though the only working out we do is lifting our wine glass. <laughs> this is true, they did and it turns out that their product is amazing even for those of us who do not work out on a regular basis. Literally, I have been using the daily moisturizer and they have a post-workout spray because apparently that's when your pores are the most vulnerable. Um, and then I've been using a champagne face mask and it is every bit as bougie as you think oh it my is. Gosh. I mean, what else, what else do you need? Champagne and a face mask. Like that is life right there. Oh my God. And it's kind of glittery and like it smells it's so, so good. It has, um, pigments of pearl and mica in it. And oh. that's what gives it that illuminating, beautiful, shimmery look. Uh. Um, not to mention all the wonderful things Taylor has used, but I use at their night cream uh -huh. and my new favorite thing um is they have a lip plumper you guys that Ooh. oh my god it just makes your lips tingle it makes them plump and beautiful especially if you have thin lips like myself she looks like <laughs> angelina jolie half the time <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so when i use this it just feels so amazing so we wanted to pass this on to you guys yes um we have now collaborated with them and we think that you would love them yes so we have a discount code for you guys. So it is Athia is the website, A-T-H-I-A. -A, um, and you're gonna use code Corky Crime. So C-O-R-K-Y-C-R-I-M-E for 15% off. 15% off, y'all. Yeah. You definitely need to head over there and try it out. Again, whether you actually like to work out or if you just like lifting that wine glass and while you're doing so, you want to pamper yourself. Yes. Either way, you're going to absolutely love them. Skincare is one of those things. Just invest your money in. You're going to love it. So don't forget to use code CORKYCRIME. Let them know we sent you over there and enjoy your new skin. Enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Are we ready to do this? We are ready. Okay. Go. I am ready for my case. I'm ready to hear your case. I'm excited about it because it's been a really long time since I've read the podcast. Read the podcast. <laughs> Listen to the podcast on this case. I don't know what's happening. To um, me. this man's a little crazy. He's like, very crazy. He's, he's bananas. Just a bananas. So, I'm actually covering Randall Woodfield. Woo. Thank you, Taylor, for this suggestion. Yeah. Wait, what is it? Sashwan sauce? Saswan sauce? No. That comes up in my case later. We'll figure that out. Okay, okay. So he goes by Randy. And this guy is kind of a piece of shit. So, but in his earlier years, not as bad. Okay. He was. We're not doing well today. Rewind. We're sober. This is happening. <laughs> so he was born December 26, 1950, the day after Christmas. Good. He later became not a present to everybody. Let yeah, me tell say. you what. I was like, oh, that's not how that works. So um, he was. He grew up in Salem, Oregon. Salem. Wow. Mm -hmm. Is that where the real Salem is? In Oregon? Like the actual like Salem witch thing, right? For the Hocus Pocus uh, ladies. Massachusetts. Oh, dang it. Okay. I got I really say, excited. That might be a teaser for next week, though. Okay. Mm. Mm. So he actually was a third child. Um, he had two older sisters. His family right. grew up pretty decent. Like, there was no... Um, 
His mom was just your standard homemaker. Uh, his father actually worked for, or he was an executive actually at the Pacific Northwest Bell, as um, or as most people know it, AT and T. Ever heard of it? No. But this was back then, of course. <laughs> um, his I think that's my phone provider now. <laughs> oh no! No, we have Sprint. Never mind. I used to have AT&T. They are not paying us for this, so. Anyway. Uh... Not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag we get no money but from our mom and our friend. For yeah, this it's podcast. fine. It's fine. So, he, uh, both of his sisters actually be- went on to be very, uh, what do you call it, um, successful. God, I'm struggling. Yeah. It's okay. Take a breath. We're good. Yeah. Okay. They were Just both very successful. This. One was a doctor. The other was an attorney. The family was really well-known and respected. Cool. Yeah. So, good. you know, they were, like, respected in the community. Everybody was like, yep, that's a good family right there. That's, that's what they say about us, too. <laughs> uh, so, again, throughout his childhood, for all, you know, intents and purposes, he was... Everything was great. Like, unlike most of the serial killers or whoever we right. hear of, they all had, like, bad pasts and came, you know... Nature versus nurture. It sounds like yes. his nurture was really good. It was. It was great. So, he... When he was in middle school, though, is when things started to kind of come through and be a little bit awry. Did he kill an animal? Actually, I don't think so. Wow. Okay. I, I, well, at least not in my research that I okay. I found. Um right. It just basically said that he began to ex- uh, exhibit exhibit exhibit. Just exhibit. take a drink. Just take a drink. <laughs> We're gonna get through this. We are, I believe. Okay, exhibit sexual dysfunctional behaviors during middle school. Okay. So he would particularly start. He started exposing himself in public. Oh, I I too like to do that. Yeah. No. So he was like a fucking monkey, like, ooh, ladies, look at me. Uh, look at me. This is my making it. <laughs> he um he continued this even through high school where he became a football star. Okay. So makes sense. Yeah. Talking football. Yep. He became a football star at Newport High School and mm-hmm. but he also continued the sexual deviant behavior of exposing himself. Okay. Uh he got his first arrest in high school for exposing himself to a group of girls. Exhibitionism. Yep. It's uh, not hot, people. Exhibitionism is not hot. And this part is shitty, but his football coach helped to conceal the incident, um, of course, to help prevent him from being kicked out uh, of the school or off the team or any... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to scream into my jacket. I know. Um, however, his parents forced him to attend therapy for this. Good parents! Right? So, wow. like, again, he... Treatment! Gr- Treatment! Seriously. So, but the coach, on the other hand, was like, oh, even in high school. Isn't this crazy? It's high school. But even in high school, the coach was like, oh, yeah, don't mess up. Like, I need you on my team because you're a star football player in high school. So, I just talked to some... So, I have group supervision every week on both sides of the week. That I, I do. Mm-hmm. And I just talk to my people about like what is societally healthy and what is, or societally normative, sorry. Yeah. And what is a healthy normative? So when you think about it, societally normative things with teenage boys are you're going to be overly sexual, you're not going to be able to sure. control yourself, you can't look at girls' shoulders because God forbid you get an erection because her shoulder's so fucking hot, right? <laughs> Versus what's a healthy normative? Yeah. Control your damn self. Yeah, like control, like, okay, it is 
it's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. You're a boy, a teenage boy, your hormones are going crazy. You're going to get an erection out of nowhere, but how you choose to deal with it. Masturbate in healthy ways. Yeah. Not in public. Don't show yourself off to others. Don't make crude comments to others. Like, that's the problem. Yes. Is is society's norm, society's normative versus what's a healthy normative. Yep. I can get off my soapbox. <laughs> Thank you for that, Taylor. Yes. Okay. So, of course, after high school, he would go on to go to college. Um, before he even went to college, though, his criminal record at that point was already expunged. Yeah, so, like, that makes his, sense. Yeah. He was young. Yeah, he was young when this happened. Um, so these things did not later then come up, which is a little bit ridiculous. Um, he went to Treasure Valley Community College, which is kind of interesting to me. He went to a community college to start and he was still on a football team. I didn't know that community colleges also have football teams. My guy's the same way. Oh. Yeah. What the? What? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, he later transferred to Portland State. Okay. Uh, that was in 1970. So he played for them, for their football team. They were the Portland State Vikings. The Vikings. Oh, the Vikings. Oh, oh. And can you guess what position he played if you had to guess, just because this is a football? I feel like because his ego is so big, he has to be the quarterback. You would be close. Who would be the next egotistical other than the quarterback? Who does the quarterback throw to? The wide receiver? Yep. Oh, my God. That was my next guess. <laughs> So, yeah, like, if you think about it, like, all the egotistical, like, Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, he makes an appearance, too. Yeah. Today. (gasps) What? Yeah. Ah. You wait. Ah. (laughs) Sorry. I came here with these little tidbits, and I'm really excited. I'm like, you want this? I'm so bad about giving presents before the time. I'm like, you want a hint? You want (laughs) I just gave a Christmas present yesterday that I wasn't supposed to. Um, Anyway. So, yeah, anyway, he, uh, he played as a wide receiver. Makes sense. It does make sense. You know, it was said that he was very, uh... Like I said, egotistical. Uh-huh. He was very uh, concerned about his image and how he looked, and um, you know, they they really he 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 would make the plays that needed to be made, but he wouldn't like get in plays where he was going to get hurt and injured and like that no. kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah, that's football. You're gonna get hurt. You're gonna get tackled. Yes, exactly. And I mean, I don't know. It's weird. But at, at this college, he was active in the Campus Crusaders for Christ. Interesting. Okay. Yep. Uh, so it's a Christian student group, um, and he was a part of them. So this goes along with his whole image thing. Like, he wanted to look like the goody two-shoe. He okay. wanted to look like the good guy, all of that. Okay. Um, so his coach there actually said, uh, quote, when he was with me, he was the nicest, most gentleman kid I had ever met or I'd have I had ever known excuse me he was quiet and polite hardworking, and really coachable he okay. sucked in everything I tried to coach him well now that sounds dirty <laughs> sorry anyway not what you meant but I hear you <laughs> so you know he kind of thrived in college he still had people you know it's funny because like once people started talking about him afterwards they you know they always said the same old, like, oh, yeah, he was a good guy, but there was always just something a little off. Right. Okay. Um, so he thrived through college. Uh, however, he was arrested on several occasions for petty crimes okay. during college. Uh, the first was in when he first went there in 1970 for vandalizing. Um, he vandalized an apartment of an ex-girlfriend. 
So she broke up with him. He got pissed and went in and vandalized her house. <sighs> well, the coach has now told him that he gets to act however he wants and it's okay. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he, because of being in football, he has been shown that it, as long as he's good to everybody else, he can get away with just yep. about anything, really. Yep. Um, so in 1972, he was again arrested for public indecency. Yeah, this guy is really all about showing his thing off to everybody. Um, and again in 1973 for public indecency. Great. Yeah. Um, those were in two different counties though. So again, whether or not they actually spoke amongst each other back then, you know, this is the early 70s. Who knows? Exactly. Uh, so he did actually decide on his own to drop out of college after three semesters. Um, he, and the, the year that he dropped out of college, which was 1974, he was drafted to the NFL by the Green Bay Packers. Ooh, he's a cheesehead. He was a cheesehead. He was drafted oh. in the 17th round, okay. which is the 428th pick. Now, you don't, we don't even do that anymore, right? Like, you don't even get that far anymore, I don't think. They might, but they don't show it. No, no. So, like, he would have been considered, uh, you know, like, practice squad. I don't know. I just, I, I have a, I don't know. I have a hard time believing that they even do that many nowadays, but. They might not, because, so my guy was in the 70s, too, and it's very different, like. It was very different. It wasn't as um, uh, showboaty as right. it is today. They right. didn't make it quite the spectacle as it is today. Right. Like, it wasn't televised. You would have to wait and see who your team picked, you know, when it was reported on the next day kind right. of thing. So it was very different back then. Um, you know, they were, they felt like he had potential, uh, the Packers general coach or general manager, Dan Davies at the time said that, uh, you know, he, he felt like he had a lot of potential, but he just, they couldn't shake like the fact that he had problems in college mm-hmm. and, you know, I mean, obviously what he did when he was younger got expunged, but when you get older, that shit follows you. <laughs> oh yeah. Like you can still, even though it gets expunged, you can still see those records if you're somebody that can get deep enough. Exactly. So he, he signed his contract in February, but he was actually cut. Oh, God damn it. I said actually. Good God. You keep hitting the table. <laughs> it's like this weird, like, thunder sound. Me and the table are going at it today. That sounds dirty. There's <laughs> my husband. No. Um, <laughs> so he ended up being cut from the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was cut during training camp, so he never made the team's final roster. Okay. Now, you can imagine this would be a huge hit to somebody's ego. Especially if you're a wide receiver. Such as his. <laughs> and it was even said that originally when the Packers drafted him and they sent him tickets to fly to, the, you know, their establishment. Yeah. Um, that he kept those and he would, like, carry them around with him and use them as, like, conversation starters with women and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Physically and metaphorically, put away your tiny penis. Seriously. <laughs> In both realms, please. Seriously. Uh, after that, he went on to play semi-pro with the Manitowoc Chiefs. I thought you were going to say Manitowoc. Sorry. Man- the Manitowoc Chiefs. <laughs> the Manitowoc Keefs. <laughs> Kegel. Anyway. Okay. Oh my God. What my head hears versus what is reality is so distorted sometimes. Oh, God. So he, 
and then he 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 started an actual career of of working for a truck company. Um, however, he got suspended from them because in the time in like sometime in June he was um, caught flashing a bunch of people again. again. So he just continued to have these urges. Yes, and they just he just couldn't he couldn't huh. help himself. That's so weird. I know it's so weird. So, in late 70, uh, 74, he returned to Portland, and he, of course, was, like, feeling, you know, down at himself for yeah. not being able to uphold this NFL career, especially because he felt like, you know, look at me, look at me, I should be able to do this. Right. Um, he started accosting women oh, by no. knife. Yes. So what he would do is he would catch them like jogging on a trail. No. And he would pull out a knife and he would make them perform oral sex on him. God and damn. then he would take like their their purses or whatever like they had happened to have on him. Hate it. Okay. Yes. Great. So how they ended up catching him in this pretend like this thing was they did a female decoy. Uh-huh. And they had her go on the trail late at night when things were getting reported. And sure enough, he showed up, <laughs> and in the end, when he went to go, like, make her do these sexual acts, the rest of the cops came in. Gotcha. Good. So. Fuck you. Yeah, he was definitely caught there. But as as we would continue to describe, this really didn't change much. Of course it didn't. It's a pattern now at this point that's been learned, and. Yeah. It's not going to get rehabilitation when he gets arrested. No. So. In 75, he was arrested again after being caught with marked money. Okay. From an undercover officer. Oh, good. Uh, so he started finally confessing to some of his crimes. Um, he His uh, initial uh, claim was that he had poor sexual impulse control. And he claimed that this was uh, due to his steroid use. Whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you have an, a lick of idea how science works? Uh, no, but, you know, at this point, he keeps getting off on all these things. So why does it matter? Um, right? You weren't on steroids when you were a child doing this. Right. No, absolutely not. Oh, my God. Um, in 75, he played guilty, but they were reduced charges of second-degree robbery um, for the unmarked money that he had okay and uh he was sentenced to 10 years in prison but he was freed on parole after only serving four years yeah of course so at this point we now have this man i mean who knows how many times i've told you now that he's been arrested yeah he's you know (laughs) flashing people flashing people People and exposure you name it so now we move on to you know because he got out after four years so he clearly hasn't learned his lesson not saying that you can't, but this man did not. <laughs> so on October 9th of 1980, there was a lady named uh, Sherry Ayers. She was an x-ray technician and a former classmate of him. So he knew her. Hmm. Um, she was raped in her apartment and her body was discovered on October October 11th by her fiance. Oh. She had been bludgeoned and stabbed repeatedly in the neck. Oh. Um, they had grown up together since second grade. Okay. He, um, he used to correspond with her via letters when he was in jail for four, that four year stint. 
So they suspected his involvement. His name came up on the list of things, of course, because he knew her. And then they started looking at his background, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he was questioned, but he refused to sit and take a polygraph test. <laughs> Weird. I wonder Weird. why. Weird. I wonder why. Granted, they're not that accurate. We could get into, like, the pros and We cons could get into them. the whole thing. I mean, being the crime people that we are, I probably would refuse to take a polygraph test, even if I was completely innocent. I don't know if I'd refuse. I would definitely be like, look, I want to cooperate with you. However, I don't trust polygraph machines. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. So I guess maybe not like flat out refuse, but I think I would do the same thing. I'd be like, ah, mm, or I don't know about that. Unless I committed the crime, I'd be like, nah, this sketch, bro. Yeah, the sketch. This sketch. The sketch, bro. Did you hear that? It's water upstairs. I think your husband's home. Oh my god, that scared me. I think my husband's home too. Okay. Water just started coming through the pipes and she just stared at me in like horror. I was like, uh, who's here? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So at this point, detectives, I mean, he had to take a polygraph test. They didn't give him a choice, but they just found his answer generally to be a, uh, quote, invasive and deceptive. Yep. The crazy Weird. thing about this is that his blood type and his DNA sample of semen did not match what was on the victim. Okay. Now, let's keep in mind, though, that this was the early 80s. So, so we're not that good at that. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't mastered this by any means. Even t- today. Even in today's standards, we have not. But we're no. getting there, right? Yes. yes. So, um, but yeah, so he, so like no charges were ever filed against him. Okay. So one month later, um, on Thanksgiving Day, actually, uh, he arrived at a North Portland home. Okay. Um, it was Darcy Renee Fix mm-hmm. and her fiance. Um, what was his name? Douglas uh, Altig. Okay. They were only twenty-two and twenty-four. Mm. Um, they they were supposed to. Darcy was supposed to go to her parents' house for dinner. And when she didn't show for Thanksgiving dinner, her father went to her home and found her and her uh, boyfriend both dead on the floor. Oh, no. Yes. They were babies. They were babies. So they had been shot to death, execution style. Okay. Um, This has escalated very quickly. Oh, yeah. Uh, Douglas had a thirty-two caliber revolver, and it was missing. So... um, at the time, it was that it was said that would uh, that our guy Randy yep. was actually acquaintances with Douglas. Or no, I'm sorry, not Douglas with Darcy. He was friends with Darcy. Okay. So again, he fa- he preyed on somebody that he, he already knew. knew. Yep. Um. Again, there was no conclusive evidence tying him to it, so therefore they could not charge him. But one key thing to keep in mind when they found the victims this time, mm-hmm. they were found to be bound and gagged with athletic tape. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I just want them to find me. Let me wrap you up with my athletic tape from the team. <laughs> and he did say they, I mean, they, he let the uh, law enforcement come and, uh, you know, search his home and all this stuff. 
they said that they didn't really find anything other than when they did look at the athletic tape. He was like, why are you taking it? It's just athletic tape. Like, he got all a little suspicious about it. And they uh-huh. were just like, hmm. Don't like that. Why do you care so much about the athletic tape? Right? Yeah. that's like a red flag because they know that that's what they were bound and right. gagged with. So, you just keep that in the back of your mind. <sighs> God, this guy's fucking horrible. And, and dumb. It, and it continues. He's dumb. It does. In hindsight, he's dumb, I should say. Yes. So, after those two murders, he began a series of robberies. Okay. On December 9th, he was wearing a fake beard. That became his new favorite thing. Um, He, a fake, oh, it gets better. He uh, was wearing a fake beard, and he held up a gas station at gunpoint. Um, Four nights later, he raided an ice cream parlor. Okay. Um, And then on December 14th, he robbed a a drive-in restaurant. Um, during pretty much all of these robberies, uh, again, he would wear his fake mustache and then he would wear a bandaid or athletic tape over his nose, like across his nose. All right. Are you trying to be like a Nelly, like a hobo Nelly with a <laughs> beard? <laughs> like what? in the eye, but no, he would wear No, it. I know, but like it's just a different version. What the hell? Yeah. No, he would wear, um, because he heard somewhere along the way that if he, um, if you have something over your nose that in a lineup, your people can't typically pick you out because they're more focused on that weird piece of something on your face than they are at looking at the rest of your facial features. Okay, that's actually kind of smart. Yeah. Because you stare at the eyeballs. Right. Okay, that's kind of smart, actually. I'll give you that. I know. it will, And I don't want to give him anything because he's a piece of shit, but... Well, it sounded really stupid at the beginning, and I was like, wait what yeah no it does sound stupid but then it turns out to be like (sighs) smart i know it's dumb it pisses me off (sighs) okay it's fine (laughs) so on december 21st he accosted a waitress in seattle trapping her in a rat uh restroom yep in a restroom a rat a restroom a restroom no it wasn't a bathroom in a restaurant and forced her at gunpoint to give him a hand job Right? I hate it. Shoot my hand. Go for it. Try me. I'm like, dude, I don't care. I'm not touching that. (laughs) I am not touching it. (laughs) So at this point, we're now into January of 81. So he has been on this spree of just being a piece of shit for over a year. And they still haven't been able to pinpoint down who he is. Or they've been able to pinpoint down who he is. But there's nothing to tie him. To tie him, which yeah. is so fucking frustrating. That is the um, worst. This Circumstantial is, wh- is always the worst. Oh, it's crazy. So this is where law enforcement gave him the name of the I-5 bandit, which you have probably heard. Yes. Yes. So, and again, it was just all these crimes that he had committed. It was all along Interstate 5. Okay. So on January 8th, he held up the same Vancouver gas station he had robbed in December. So this time he forced a female attendant to expose her breast after he attempted or after he emptied the cash register. What? Yeah. So he was like, give me all the money and I still have a gun to your head. So show me your boobs. No. <laughs> I mean, Wait, now you're going to make other people expose themselves because you like it? No. Nah. I know. Nah, dude. I know. No. Three days later, he robbed another market. Of course he did. And then the day later, he shot and wounded a female grocery clerk at a store. So he's just really on a fucking roll here. 
it's like he can't control it. Like, it's like such in quick succession. It's like he can't just take a break. Yeah, no, he can't. Okay, so this is where it gets dark. Well, where it continues to get even more dark. I hate this part, but um, on January 14th, a man matching his description, same description as the I-5 bandit, um, wearing a false beard, all that jazz, uh, he entered a home where two girls were. Um, They were sisters, age 8 and 10. Okay. He forced the girls to undress and sexually assaulted them. Yeah. Okay. See, here's the thing, though, is he had only, in some cases, he had. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> in some cases, he he went straight to murder, and in some cases, it was just a sexual thing. So it's like, how did he, you know, like he evolved and then he de-evolved and. De-evolved? No. Devolved. Devolved. Evolved? Devolved. Devolved. It's probably because, honestly, if I had to guess, the people he killed weren't actually, like, down with the games. Or they were, like, he did, because the two people that he's killed so far were people that knew him. Right. So, like, if he let them live, they would be able to tell. Who he is. Yeah, that's true. Right? That makes sense. Hi, honey! Wait, you can come say hi. <laughs> hi. That's my husband. He's made an oh, appearance, everybody. My God, celebrity appearance. Celebrity appearance. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> he brought me our food. Oh my God, that smells delicious. Help yourself. I'm not gonna eat it all. Um, he's so cute. <laughs> that was funny. Oh my. Oh wow. Look at that calzone. Right? Okay, let's get this shit done so you can eat this delicious. I'm not food. even hungry yet but yes okay anyway sorry <laughs> quick corkscrew okay where was i at uh sorry oh yes so after these poor girls four days later um a man matching the same description entered an office building and sexually assaulted two women uh sherry hole and beth wilmot okay after which he killed sherry so like um, Beth explains how she heard a gunshot and she looked over and her friend was dead. Oh. And then, crazy enough, he actually shot Beth as well um, in the head twice, leaving her for dead and she miraculously survived. Nice. Good job. Yes. Um, so later she would end up testifying against him, which is absolutely fucking amazing because, again, he didn't think that this person would live. live. Yeah. Um, oh, there's just so much more. I'm, I'm just going to skip past. There were some more robberies, some more uh, clerks and customers that he right. assaulted. This is a long case. It is a long case, and I'm sorry. I'm kind of just giving you guys, like, the quick nitty-gritty. We're almost, I'm almost done, though. So, um... This would be a good Patreon if you ever did want to know more. We'd be happy to do a deep dive on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So... On February 3rd of 1981, um, the bodies of Donna Eckerd, 37, and her 14-year-old daughter were found oh, in bed in their home. Um, each had been shot several times in the head. Forensic tests show that the girls had also been sodomized. No. Yes. No. The same day, the same day, a female clerk was kidnapped, raped, fuck? and sodomized in a holdup. He doesn't know how to control himself. Like, not even a little bit. No, because this quick succession never happens. No. 
And then again, an identical crime was reported on February 4th. Jesus, so dude. he literally just could not help himself. What's funny is I was listening to a podcast on way over here and they were talking about like the 30 year cool down that BTK had. Mm. Like, are you kidding me? This is insane that this guy can't even sit down. He can't even pull up his trousers before he's on to the next. No, seriously. It's the craziest thing. I, I didn't realize. And again, we always just do shallow dives. I kind of wish I would have saved this for a deep dive that like, you know, when we do the ones where we each do a case, but yeah, like one case, but you know, it's fine. You always could finish it out. I mean, like I said, if you guys want to hear this, we will finish it out. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. So, again, he, over the next, like, five, or, like, five days later, he continues to molest people. He continues to hold up clerks. He continues to commit robberies. Oh, excuse me. Um... There were three more sexual assaults. Like, I mean, it just, it goes on and on and on. It's ridiculous. Jeez, I mean, so, this guy's rap sheet at this point. I can't even. Like, how do you even keep up with this fucking dude? You don't. You just don't. That's how you keep up with him. You don't. <laughs> so, and actually at one point his sister was said, like, when they talked to her afterwards, she thought it was weird that her brother always had money when he didn't have a job, but he always had cash on him. That is super weird. Yeah. Yeah. So... He decided, while he was still in Portland at one point, that he was going to plan a Valentine's Day party, and he was going to hold it at the Marriott Hotel, and he invited, like, all of his friends and acquaintances from college. Okay. Nobody came. (laughs) Are you surprised? No, but it's like... Sounded like a Wookiee. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Then the next day at like 4 a.m., he decided to shoot and rape another girl. He he like shot her in the head and killed her. Um, Police like later investigated the scene and determined that he had a glass of wine like with his attack or like the girl had a glass of wine with her attacker and that uh, she'd begun to like prepare coffee uh, in the kitchen and like everything had like boiled over and so they they could tell that like when he invaded her house um you know that he like she was in the middle of stuff and she had no idea that it was even coming she was 18 years old by the way her name was julie so julie then we get to where he finally gets caught okay the um he was he was finally arrested, um, but it wasn't until detectives had assembled a call log showing all the places that he had been. And how okay. they did this was is he had a friend that was a girl, and what he would do is he would call that friend from a payphone in different cities, wherever he was at, right? Okay. Have a conversation with her, and then he would go out and kill somebody. Or... He would kill somebody and then go to a payphone and call his sister. Okay. Isn't that weird? That is really weird. So what they were able to do is they were able to take those call logs from his sister and from the friend and they were able to piece together, okay, he called at this date at this time. Okay. And then they were like, okay, well, that was when this person was assaulted or this person was murdered or this place was robbed. Does that make sense? Yes. So that's how they eventually caught him, which is kind of funny considering his dad was 
an executive of a telephone company. <laughs> yeah, that, I actually didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you would think that you know how it works, but apparently <laughs> Caught not. up, got me feeling it. Caught up, I don't know what it is. On March 5th of 1981, finally, he was brought in by the Salem Police Department. He was interrogated, and a lady named Lisa Garcia positively identified him in a photo lineup. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Um, Yeah, you freaking did. Yeah, she did. Uh, His apartment was, uh, again, searched with a warrant. Um, They discovered a 32 shell casing. Which is the most ridiculous thing because that was the gun that he stole when he murdered the couple, but it was a casing, so he had used it already. It was a spent shell casing that was used to murder somebody else, and he decided to keep it as a trophy, but he kept it in his gym bag. Ugh. God. Stuck to a piece of athletic tape? <laughs> Probably. Um... That's what I Actually, as well as rolled up mat, uh, as rolled up tape matching the body. Oh my god, I am on it. You today. are on <laughs> it, on it. Oh god. So on March sixteenth, he was indicted for murder, rape, sodomy, attempted kidnapping, armed robbery, and illegal possession of a firearm with intent of vicious uh, jurisdiction. No, how do you say this? Jur- I forget. He was basically he was gonna do some shit and they knew it okay cool yes um he was tried in the summer of 1981 uh for the salem murder okay um the attempted murder okay uh the attempted murder of the lady who he shot in the head okay but she survived she testified against him like i said before okay and she was the the key to the prosecution's conviction um they it, it really later said that, you know, he was the coldest, most detached defendant that they'd ever seen. Oh my gosh, dude. Right? That he was just he wasn't there. Like he wasn't all right up there. Ugh. Yeah. So he was convicted on all counts that of he was he charged was. with. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um he ended up getting life in prison plus ninety years. Jesus. Good. Yes. So then there actually was another, there was a second trial um, against him where he uh, sodomized with the sodomy and uh, weapons charges tied to the attack of the girl in the bathroom that he like made her give him a hand job. Yes. Um, He also was found guilty of that as well. He received another 35 years on top of what he was already doing. (laughs) So here's the thing. Put this man, as if that everything I just told you wasn't enough, right? They can for sure link him to a total of 18 people. Oh. That he did something to whatever. He is suspected of having killed up to 44 people <gasps> because there is a whole bunch of people who have been found or either are missing or were murdered and they don't have somebody to tie them to. So they're thinking that he could potentially have been the guy. Oh, my God. And this creepy-ass dude, can you guess what kind of vehicle he drove while he was doing all of this? It's gotta be a white van. You would think. What was it? A gold Volkswagen bug. What is up with these serial killers? <laughs> WTF! Him. And this was all happening at the same time as Bundy. Were they buddies? Oh I think God. they could have been. They're like, borrow my car for the evening. I know you've got a spice and not heady. I'm serious. Oh, my God. And that 
is my case. <laughs> oh. Good job. Good job. I know that you didn't want to get through that, but you did it anyway. Sorry. I know I threw a lot at you. Countless rapes and everything. I mean, it was ridiculous. That's the thing is like every other day and not even every other day, sometimes twice in a day, this guy's like killing Doing people, stuff. robbing people, raping oh, yeah. people. I mean, it was, it's, but it's bonkers. Um, but like I said, he was around the same time that Ted Bundy was and him, him and Bundy both were looked at for murders that happened to women Jeez. at the same time. So like they would look at these women's murders and rapes and they'd be like, hmm, does this fit Bundy's profile or does it fit Randy's profile? Jeez. It's crazy. Well, good job. Thank you. On the plus side, it gets lighter from here. So. <laughs> yeah. Should we uh, hear a word from our sponsors let's, and drown our sorrows a little bit? Yep. Let's do it. Boom. So, Taylor, yes. um, how many times do myself and our mother have to tell you not to take something <laughs> from uh, Three Blessed Gems <laughs> Boutique, which is our store? I'm feeling really called out considering I'm wearing a sweater from them, a ring from them. Th three rings from them, <laughs> from us, two bracelets. <laughs> yeah, so you guys, um, as you may know if you've listened to our podcast, we have a boutique in Estes Park, Colorado called Three Blessed Gems. Yes. It's what we do as like our normal jobs. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, because we handpick everything in the store, we absolutely, absolutely love everything yes so it's safe to say that you know we may be partial but it is our favorite boutique for all of your um i don't know fun goodies that you may want yes so we have bags we have clothing we mm -hmm. have jewelry um we even have fun uh wine glasses that you may have heard us talk yes. about on the last podcast as well um so yeah i mean i don't know taylor you tell me what about our stuff makes you always need to take it <laughs> It's just so cute and different. I think that's my favorite part about it. We have some fun stuff that ranges from like a shirt that says fuck off, I mean good morning, to the most appropriate long black duster that I wore to my professional job today. And so between that and then all the jewelry we have hand-picked with beautiful yes. gems in it and we have a lot of good for you self-care products like body products and our hair on cowhide bags. I think I need everything. That's the problem. <laughs> yes, and I think between you and I personally, we probably own at least 20 bags. Yeah. Um, but anyway, silly. you guys, we, of course, wholeheartedly believe in our store, and we think that you will absolutely love it as well. Um, so head on over to 3blessedgems.com, and that's T-H-R-E-E. -E, so three is spelled out. Um, check out all of our amazing items. And just for listening to us and supporting us, if you type in Corky, C-O-R-K-Y, um, at the end of your purchase, you will get 15% off. And we are so excited to share our brand with you um, and our store. And we hope that you guys love everything that we do. Yeah. And with every purchase, we do send out a little blessed gem, blessed with healing and happiness just for you. It is our way of saying thank you for supporting us. So head on over there. Use code Corky. Um, and I can't wait to see what you pick out. Yes. I'm excited. Treat yourselves. Treat yourself. Okay, do you feel better? I feel better. Okay, good. I feel better. Let's, I know your case is still going to be bananas, but let's lighten it a bit and let's. It's a little lighter. I mean, he still killed some folks, but a uh, <laughs> little differently. Okay, all right. <laughs> so I'm going to be talking about Robert Roy Zier today. Does that ring a bell? Nope. Perfect. I love it. 
Early life. So Robert Ernest Roizier was born on July 28, 1955 in Anchorage, Alaska. Oh, so he was only five years younger than my guy. Yeah. Well, you know what I was thinking about when she started talking is like the 70s and 80s were rampant with serial killers. Like they were literally rampant. So this makes a lot of sense to me. And things in the NFL again were different back then. So Totally. Yeah. Um, He was the child of a civilian specialist that worked for the Air Force. Oh, shit. Oh, excuse me. Because of this, they ended up moving right as he was pretty much born, like right afterwards when he was safe to travel. And they moved to Rancho Cordova, California. Does that sound familiar? Uh, Yeah. Isn't that where Manson was? Not who I was thinking. I'm not sure about Manson. You know who was there, though? Or partially there? Partially there? The Golden State Killer. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I don't know what's up with Rancho Cordova, but get it together. <laughs> I was thinking of Charles Manson. He might have been there. And I, I don't know him as well as I know the Golden State Killer because of I'll Be Gone in the Dark. But Right, 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 right. Okay. Um, his life was relatively normal up until he went to Rancho Cordova High School and he began to play football. So everything was fine for the most part. He just lived his life. I'm no longer letting my child play football when they get older. <laughs> I know. We were just talking about this recently, weren't we? <laughs> I think we were. And you were like, no, they'll play like hockey. I was like, I hope they'll play something that like I want to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, obviously I'll let them play whatever they want, but hopefully it'll be something I want to watch. Right. Okay. Uh, while at high school, he was actually subject to frequent and harsh bullying. Hmm. Some of this, I think, so he is African-American. Okay. The school he went to was very predominantly white. It was a different time back then. Yep. That's where I think some of this came from. Um, There were reports of him not only being psychologically bullied, but also physically abused by other children there. Oh, shit. Or high school students. Teenagers, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I call my boys, my kiddos all the time. They're like, we're not kid. We're five years younger than you. (laughs) Like, whatever, kiddo. You're like, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, because of this, he ha- was frequently not at school. Would you want to go to school? And be uh, no, like I remember one time, sorry, quick corkscrew in middle school, I was being like bullied and I was being bullied yeah. and, and it was like the, wor- okay, so it was like the worst thing that ever happened to me when I was young, but then I, hindsight, like it was, it actually ended up being the best thing that ever happened to me because it's how I ended up meeting my, my like current adult best friends. Like we've been best friends 20 plus years because of it which I probably wouldn't have them in my lives today if it hadn't happened but when it was happening I was like as a like a middle school child I was depressed yeah oh yeah it sucks I was frequently bullied I don't know why that's not muted I was frequently bullied it's awful and then in middle school I got sick of it and beat the shit out of a kid and got suspended in school suspension and everyone left me alone and then didn't happen again no yeah never Mm. weird I, mean, I got stood up a few times, but whatever. <laughs> right. The boys after that were like, oh, uh-uh. we're staying away from that girl. <laughs> I was friends with a lot of people that weren't considered cool was part of the problem. Ah, okay. So I always got made fun of for my friend choices. So in elementary school. I can only think of like one friend choice that I would like make fun of you now. <laughs> well, in middle school, one of my friends was gay in or middle school. Elementary school to middle school. And we knew that. Yeah. Like, he knew it even then. And they made such fun of him. Another kiddo was just, like, he had his, like, baby fat in middle school. Mm. And they made fun of him. So I was always friends with those people. Even in high school. But people didn't mess with me in high school about it. (laughs) They knew that this bitch would beat somebody up. Yeah. Because I don't give a shit who you were. I don't care. Yeah. Like, if you're cool, you're cool. 
So, um, depending on who you asked in high school, I was one of the cool kids and I was, I was never mean to people like that, but I definitely was on like the cool kid side once I got into high school, middle school, not so much. You know, I think about it and like, I was kind of in between because of volleyball. Like mm-hmm. I was part right. of the popular crowd when I played, played sports and then, but then I was like, I hung out with the dweebs at lunch and then like my current boyfriend now, we were, he was my best friend in high school, one of my best friends and he was definitely popular. Oh, yeah, because he was, like, a, a a football star. He was, like, all-star, like, sports kiddo for our high school. So it was yeah. just, like, a, I, I, was, I lived in a very interesting place that often opened me up for that kind of scrutiny. Yeah. Which is fine. Obviously, I don't care now. <laughs> but it does give me very low tolerance for it. For sure. Anyway, so he ended up not doing well in school because he missed a lot, which makes a lot of sense. You know, he wasn't at school. Because of this, though, too, he started showing aggression towards the other students and was scared of they were going to do something to him. So he started being mean to them first, kind of like, I'm going to get you before you get me. Oh, that's how my puppies are. Yeah, it, 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 he was punished for this, obviously. He had yeah. multiple sanctions. Um, he didn't do well in school, as you can imagine, just because of everything going on. Nope. And so he didn't even have the grades to get his high school diploma. Oh, that sucks. I know. So he doesn't have his high school diploma. Like, still. Um, In 1973, though, he was good enough at football to be admitted to a junior college in Aberdeen, Washington. Mm. Where he joined the football team. Where he joined the football team. (laughs) Like we were talking about. Yes. Like, the local, yeah. Coincidence? I think not. Nope. This was all about the same time, too. I wonder if they were, like, ever, like murder buddies who knows anymore well my guy does have a very specific reason for murder well and mine is in oregon yours is in california so probably not okay continue um he continued to do so well in football he was actually granted a full scholarship to uk uk (laughs) uk he just goes off to england fuck it he's like i'm out fuck it all cheerio old chop i'm out of (laughs) here i don't know what that was We're not good at accents. (laughs) Speak for yourself. A football scholarship to UC Berkeley in California. Oh, shit. Which is a big school. Yeah, it is. He went there his second year of college. Okay. Um, It'd be really hard to tell, but you want to guess what he played? Oh, let's see. He was aggressive. Yeah, he was bullied, so he's obviously something in defense, so he could take people out. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'm really excited because you're on the right track. <laughs> A defensive end. Yes. Yes. Really? Yeah. yeah! <laughs> he was a defensive end and was dubbed one of their best players at UC Fuck, Berkeley. Yeah. Well, again, he's got all this aggression in in the in the in that position. You can just fucking take people out. Yeah. No. Good job. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, He was popular in his college and was known to have a plethora of girlfriends and was well liked by all the guys as well. Yeah, sure. You're a football stud. However, (laughs) he was popular, but he had some not so likable quirks. Um, (laughs) Me too, but whatever. (laughs) Not quite this unlikable. Okay. (laughs) Uh, He was labeled as somebody who frequently lied and attempted to manipulate in order to get what he wanted. Mm, Not a good quality. No. No. He was also a known user of marijuana and cocaine. Well, there's nothing wrong. I mean, cocaine's a hell of a drug. It's a hell of a drug. It makes you go faster. Super fast. Yeah. So when you're aggressively taking people out... 
You want to see some real speed? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, he graduated in 1979. Boom. Robert was contracted with the Arizona Cardinals at this time. Oh shit! Ooh, ooh. Was he? Dr- he was drafted. He was drafted in like the eighth pick, I believe, for like. T- the eighth round for like his two the twenty nine twenty third pick or something like that. Okay, it's not like the worst. No, much higher up than my guy. Yeah, um, he only played six games with the team before being suspended. <laughs> Rewind. Um, he was suspended because of a drug abuse charge that he had gotten. At least yours actually got to play. Mine didn't even play. Didn't even play. My guy played and did really well until he fucked it up. That damn murder thing. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> weird. Just weird. Um, bad choices. <laughs> bad choices. By the end of the season, the Cardinals canceled, canceled their contract with canceled? him. Cancered? Cancered his contract. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wiggle their fingers. You have cancer. Um, canceled their contract with Robert. Okay. Right before the 1980 season approached, no other teams in the NFL even showed any interest. So Robert said, "A lot of times, unless you're so, it's like that. It's like that uh, crazy hot women index scale. Like right. the crazy, the hotter she is, the crazier she is. So it's <laughs> the, the NFL. Sa- yeah, so it's the same thing in the NFL. Unless Crime you're a talent, playing. yeah. Unless you're motherfucking Tom Brady, you start acting up, your shit, you're gone. Yep, you are gone. You gotta have a good slope. Yeah." He decided to say fuck it all and went to Canada to play. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, he played for the Hamilton Tiger Cats <laughs> and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. <laughs> Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. The um, Rough Riders. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> oh my God. You need to get laid. <laughs> I really like don't. I, okay, it's fine. I got um, laid yesterday. Well, does, I guess it, obviously it's all that's on your mind today. I'm not even going there for some reason today, and you're like there. You know, one of us has to be dirty. Yeah, that's fair. One of us always has to. There's no PG in this podcast. No. He did really well there, but during this time, he began to engage in fraud. Oh. Um, he was able to accumulate thousands of US dollars by doing this. Boom. He was arrested and charged with 32 counts of fraud. Oh, shit. <laughs> But he went on the run, Mm. evaded the Mounties, and made it back to the U.S. Oh, but didn't he... Oh, I guess it was just U.S. dollars, but the fraud was committed there. there, yeah. Got it. Um, What about extradition? 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 Well, they have to get him to extradite him. I know, but what are are our laws with them? We do? Yeah, I think so. With Canada? I would imagine. We share a border. Yeah, it's Canada. Yeah. Okay. They're like, take it. Is we... We're too nice here, y'all. That's not right. That's not. That was like half Indian, half Canadian. Y'all. Yeah. A. A. That's what I meant. A. Um, Take a me. <laughs> Take a me. Take a me. It was. It was rather rude to me. A. <laughs> oh my god, we can't do this. <laughs> oh. When he returned to the United States, he tried to play for the Oakland Raiders, who took him on. Of um, course they did. Boom. I know they're so dirty. <laughs> Boo the Raiders. Do you know, sorry, quick corkscrew, huh. the team with the most arrests ever? Is it the Raiders? It is not. Steelers. Vikings. What? The Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota's but let me so tell nice. you what. Broncos are not far behind. 
And again, this is a list of uh, like all the things that we mentioned before as well. So, right. but yeah. Wow. I mean, I was trying to find a Denver person to cover and it was really hard for me. Yeah. None of our guys have committed like serious, serious crimes. But a lot of little petty things. A lot of petty shit. Wow. Yep. Well, the Oakland, now Las Vegas, Raiders took him on for two weeks before he ended his professional football career on his own volition. Oh. So fuck this shit, I'm out. Don't know why. Seems like a poor choice of life, but that's fine. I wouldn't want to play for the Raiders either, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. He gave me thousands of dollars to do so. I probably would. Traitor. (laughs) After this, he began to engage in more criminality than even before. He worked at low-skilled labor jobs in order to earn money. But in the early 1980s, he met representatives of the Nation of Yawin cult. I don't know how to say it correctly. Y-A-H-W-E-H. Yahweh. Yahweh? I think it's Yahweh cult. You ever heard of him? No. This slide is entitled Culty Shit. This, Taylor is trying a new way yeah. of her notes, you guys, and she's really excited about it. So it's really working for me so far. Like I feel more prepared than I ever have. So I'm yeah, really you're excited. much more organized than I was. So good job. Yay! So okay. Well, we have our next two months planned, so we got time. Maybe we can I actually know. get ahead an episode. I know that'd be dope. Well, especially because you and I both have time off this week, so we should just go ahead and rec- why don't we talk about this later? Off yeah, I don't know why we're doing this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> The Yahweh cult is mostly African-American, which, if you think about it, he was already subject to racism because he was African-American. Okay. So finding a place that's mostly African-American, since he used to be in a place that wasn't African-American, probably feels really good to him. Absolutely. He feels accepted. Yeah, exactly. How most people get into gangs and cults. Exactly. Um, (laughs) They believe that the founder, Yahweh Ben Yahweh, was the son of God. Yahweh Ben Yahweh? Yeah. That's his name. Are you telling me his first and last name were the same? Yes. Yahweh he might have changed it. I didn't look too far into this Yahweh. asshole. But, okay. Okay. Um, they believe he's <laughs> the son of God. Oh. So they're rewriting the Bible. <laughs> oh, he's Jesus. He's Jesus. Um, and attempts to move black Hebrews to Israel. The group, that's what they were trying to do is what I'm trying to say. They believe that. Black Hebrews were the original Israelites, which is like against everything we know. <laughs> oh, okay. Interesting, right? Okay. This group turned into a black supremacy group, essentially, right? So they believed that white people were the devil. Okay. They're moving everything around and introducing things that I'm not even sure I know about. I mean, I, it sounds like they're just taking something that, I mean, forgive me for saying this and... But it sounds like they're taking something that, like, even the KKK would believe in and just flipping it. Right. Exactly. Basically. To fit their norms To fit and their, yeah, to fit what they're going for. Yeah. It has... Which, no matter how you slice it, that is all fucked up. <laughs> None of it works. No, no matter how you slice it, so. Uh, Robert underwent schooling slash treatment of their ideology and how they feel their followers should be psychologically. As anything, the cult groomed him, essentially. Yes. There are rumors, though, that in order to join, you had to kill a white devil and bring the body parts to the group. <gasps> Can't confirm or deny. What? Did, how do they say it in uh, um, 
Equin Suacha or something like what? that is how they said it in um, Ace Ventura. Oh, yeah. And, and then he was like, they kept calling him that. And they're like, he's like, what does this mean? And they're all white devil. And he, they like made his hair into the horn. That's right. Oh, okay. Anyway, sorry. I love that. Uh, he converted to their version of Judaism and changed his name to Nirya Israel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Robert moved up the hierarchy rather quickly. Um, ended up meeting the Messiah himself, Yahweh ben Yahweh. <laughs> I can't get so fun to say. I can't get over that name. Oh my god. Uh, he claimed that's now, like that's like somebody naming their child uh, Johnny Ben Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> Put Ben in the middle. It still sounds sophisticated. <laughs> uh, Yahweh also, by the way, claimed he had been risen from the dead to save his black followers. Of course. Basically, dang it, I said basically. Oh, oh, there it is, ladies and gents. There it is. The cult progressed as any cult does. However, he had said, Yahweh said he was going to commit to poverty (laughs) as part of the religion. Okay. However, within the first, like, three years, had raised $250 trillion, or billion dollars, sorry. Holy crap. For his cult. So the cult ends up buying an apartment complex in 1982 where members of the cult threatened anyone living in there with guns and evicted anyone still living there. Oh, shit. Naturally, this caused tension between the people that were living there who were typically minors. Um, like, minority. Not, like, sorry. Typically a minority. <laughs> not minors? Yes, that's not right. Okay, there's a difference. Uh, but... Uh, ah! Are you, are you, like, detached over there ow my my headphones came off they grabbed oh i'm okay it was like squashing my ear and then it grabbed my hair and okay we're good we're good do it up go (laughs) on yahweh's orders robert shot two of the residents that refused to leave oh shit he's like look we're taking this over and if you don't leave pretty much wanted to call it the love temple (laughs) temple of love the love temple (laughs) come to my love temple he shot 20 year old 28-year-old Anthony Brown and 37-year-old Rudolf Brossard. Brossard. Brossard? Brossard. Well, that's absurd. Quickly after this, Robert was arrested and in exchange for a plea deal in which he would spill the beans on Yahweh. <laughs> I know. I can't. Yahweh beans Yahweh. Yahweh beans Yahweh. <laughs> During this, Robert admitted to killing seven different people. Oh, my God. He admitted to stabbing 61-year-old Raymond Kelly and 45-year-old Cecil Branch. There were also three other people that were never named that he could have killed, that he admitted to killing. Oh, shit. All seven of these people had been white devils that had criticized the movement. I'm really sorry. When you say that now, all I can think of is Ace Ventura. (laughs) Uh, he also gave detail on various various other crimes committed by the cult. Due to Robert's testimony, 13 members were arrested and charged, including Yahweh himself. Okay. So he got Yahweh ben Yahweh arrested. He got beans arrested? Yeah. Shit. Um, they, they, this included 18 counts of extortion, 14 counts of murder, two attempted murders, and one arson. Oh, shit. Yahweh ben Yahweh was sentenced to 18 years. 
Robert was sentenced to 22 years. What? Yeah. How did the leader... Oh, because he probably didn't get his hands dirty and do all yeah, the... Yeah, it's like the yeah. OG in the mafia. Yeah. yeah. The bo- the mafioso boss or whatever. Where they're not, they just, they tell you what to do, but they don't actually do it. So their hands are a little more clean. Yes, exactly. Um, Robert was placed in witness protection and ultimately was granted parole in 1996. He moved back to California where he had, he was a website designer for a while, which was actually um, like... If he was placed in witness protection, how do we know where he went and... Uh... What he did. <laughs> well, he was until he was paroled. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, he became a website designer. On March 6, 1999, just a year after he was, well, no, three years after he was paroled, he was arrested for passing bad checks for a total of $2,200. Oh, my God. The check he attempted to pass was $66 for a car repair. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. It's silly. But due to the three strikes law. So, okay. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> First conviction. Think about it. Was his drug, drug charge. Yep. Then he murders people. <laughs> now we're talking about bad checks. Due to the three strikes law, he was convicted in 2001 and received 25 to life with the ability to parole after 25 years. Holy shit. Yeah. And that's my case. What? The actual <laughs> fuck. Isn't it kind of goofy? Like, some people still die. Do not get me wrong. Prayers to their families. Hope they're resting in peace. But the rest of it was so dumb. Did you just hit your knee? No. Go ahead. Keep talking. Like, so dumb, the rest of it. Like, I mean, well, you know what What? What it is, is he was just finding somebody to belong to that wasn't right. making fun of him, that was accepting him. You know, again, like you said, this is how cults, uh, gangs, how all of them find their people. Right. Right? So it's it's crazy, but it's sad that like that's what he had to hold on to, to in order to feel accepted. Exactly. Exactly. Crazy. Well, you ready to lighten the mood? I mean, you did a great job, B. Thank you. Great job. Thank you. I liked it. Okay, people, so just because you are an NFL player at some point doesn't mean that you can't do something bad, like murder. Exactly. But well, I, I, well and I think when we, uh, when we started this, <laughs> thanks, baby, I love you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi. Sorry. There's a fat guy. Go. Oh, there's a Zoe oh. mama. Little puppy invasion. Smooch break. Thanks, baby. I appreciate you. <laughs> One more crackaroo, I guess. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. You got it everywhere again. Again. I have a I have a knack for doing that. You do. <laughs> you really do. Anyway, um what were we saying? <laughs> Let's lighten the mood. It's yeah, time. it's fine. <laughs> So our quirky clippings this week are uh, complimentary of Taylor. Yes. What are you bringing to us? Oh my God, I'm so excited. Okay. So all of these came from the NFL arrest record that they like literally publish, which is hilarious. If you have time, there's thousands of pages and there's some like all, they get a little daunting, but there's some really funny ones. Ooh, I'm excited. Keep in mind, I found these eight hours into a 12-hour shift with a teenage boy that I work with, and we were dying. So I hope that you guys find them just as funny as we did. Okay. 
Um, this one in particular, I, I'm going to read the whole thing because it doesn't make sense if I don't, but it was directly quoted from their website. So I will post their website so you have the source for it. Okay. But John Boyett was signed to the Denver Broncos practice squad on November 19th, 2013. He was released by the Broncos on October 23rd, 2014, following an arrest for third-degree assault, theft, and harassment. After headbutting a cab driver, Boyett reportedly stole a shovel from a nearby construction site and attempted to cover himself in mulch. After being found, he demanded the officials call John Elway before repeatedly hitting his head against a patrol car window while yelling and spitting. I knew this as soon as you said his name. I saw this, and I actually, I'm glad I didn't earlier. I almost earlier did a quick corkscrew when I kept throwing in like random facts I was like oh my god did you know I love how he covered himself in mulch yeah yeah, he stole a shovel to cover himself in mulch This was a story that started it all because I was like, oh my God, I'd love to cover them. Maybe I'll do that. But there's just not enough there. But I was... really not, but it is funny. I was dying. (laughs) Okay. We're going to move on to Odell Beckham Jr. Ever heard of him? (laughs) Ever heard of him? Q-tip. In uh, quotation marks, drumstick head is what I say. He looks like drumstick ice cream to me. (laughs) Oh, he does. I called him a Q-tip just because his hair is like... Well, that's what I say too because his hair is like chocolate with little nuts on the top he's just you know here's my thing no matter how ridiculous you do or do not look he is one of those aka wide receivers um like i mentioned before that are so egotistical totally just want to like smack around well so mr beckham is accused of slapping the ass of a police officer in the lsu locker room after lsu won (laughs) he's a good game good game oh yeah that's right i'm not playing It is just, <laughs> I just got to do it now. I don't He's know. He's like, wait, wait, this game isn't about me. Weird. Oh, wait, okay, okay. Yeah, I threw that game-winning touchdown. <laughs> I caught that game-winning touchdown. He's so all about himself. Could you imagine? I could totally just see him be like jumping on the field and being like, let me show you how it's done. Seriously. <laughs> Isn't that when they always jumped in the bucket and they got mad at him for it too? Yes. Oh my God. Oh gosh. So, Zay Jones of the Raiders is accused of breaking a glass window during an argument with his brother in Los Angeles. Zay was totally naked during the whole incident. Yes! <laughs> Where are your clothes? What Where is with these parents? <laughs> Where are your parents? Okay, if he's playing for an NFL team, he's old enough to not need his parents. I don't think so. Have you heard of all of the players we've talked about today? Why do they all like to show off their fucking penis? Like, it's just phenomenal. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Anyway, keep going. Uh, Marlon Humphrey of the Ravens was accused of stealing a $15 phone charger and refusing to give it back in an Uber driver. Oh my god. Who cares? Who okay, first of all, you make so much money. You make so much money. A, but see, that's part of the problem is they think that. They don't care about the money they're entitled. No, exactly. Exactly. Right? So they're like, do you fucking... I bet he, he even used the, like, do you know who I am? Probably. And was like, just give me your charger. I actually don't, Humphrey. I actually don't either. <laughs> but Dante Fowler, does that sound uh, familiar? Yep, yep. Of the Falcons is accused of hitting a man who just criticized his driving. <laughs> He's like, don't talk about my driving. 
Well, speaking of driving, David Perry of the Colts is suspected of stealing a golf cart, driving drunk, and resisting arrest yes. in Arizona. Yes! <laughs> David Perry is now my spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> I got three more for you. Um... Adam Jones of the t- Adam Jones Adam Jones of the Titans is accused of poking hotel security employee in the eye and obstructing the police. <laughs> Poke him in the eye. Poke him in the eye. I knew you'd appreciate that one the most. <laughs> Poke him in the eye. Uh, Mark Walton of the Dolphins is accused of a misdemeanor and in getting into a scuffle with a woman at his own parking garage in Miami. <laughs> scuffle. <laughs> Scuffle. And then Trevor Bates of the Colts is accused of punching a police officer after not paying a $32 cap fare in New York. Oh my god, again! What is wrong with these people? You can afford $32. I know, it's phenomenal. <laughs> but again, they're probably like, do you know who I am? Who I shouldn't I am? have to pay this, blah, 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 blah. The mulch is probably my favorite still. Oh my god, the mulch. I literally was going to tell you that earlier, so I'm really glad I didn't... I would have just laughed with you and not said it. Oh, my God. No, yours was better because mine was only a half remembrance of the fact oh. that he, like, it was the mulch. But, um, <laughs> anyway. Ugh. Speaking of football, my game fantasy. The game is on and my fantasy football team has, like, I did great the first week and now I've dive bombed after that. One of my teams is killing it and one of my teams have been 12 out of 12. Well, I'm the one that's killing it, though, is the league that we make money in, so... Which I haven't paid for yet. I should Keep it you. going. You probably should. Yep. We can go, you can go pay my husband. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, it's... <laughs> oh. Anyway. Crazy times, y'all. This was a fun one this week, even though your case was a little graphic. And I Mine should've... was a little, like, darker. Taylor's was a little more lighthearted. But Which again, is weird. How did that happen? You picked my case for me. I didn't necessarily pick it. Actually, no, what happened is is when we decided on this, you immediately texted me and said, dibs on Robert Roizier. Yeah. And I was like, okay, not that I had even looked into it, but then, and then I couldn't figure anybody out that wasn't like just what we were talking about, like the typical bullshit. Yep. So you sent me my guy. Or Aaron like, Hernandez or Michael Vick. You or know, OJ and Simpson. that was the thing is I was like, because I told my husband we were doing this and he, those were of course the first names he picked out. And I said, you know, we don't want to do those. Everybody's done yeah. those. You know, those are ones that you need like a full episode for each person. Plus it's been done. So I would love yeah. to go over your OJ theories sometime. Or I Aaron know. Hernandez theories. That's a good one. Well, in my opinion, OJ's guilty. Well, yeah, for sure. 100%. Do you think Done. Aaron is? Uh, do I think? Oh, yeah. Oh, he yeah. Is as well. Yeah. I watched the video on his. In case you guys don't know what we're talking about, there is a security video of him and his friends after he committed the crime carrying the weapon in. Um, it, it was his sister's fiance, wasn't it? Or yes. husband uh, that yes. he killed? Yes. Um, I think he killed himself as well. He, he did in prison. Yep, yep. he killed himself um, on purpose so that his family could still have his NFL money. What was interesting, though, is his, his case also speculated with TBI, so traumatic brain injuries for a form of aggression. I could see that. Okay, your dog is... You guys can have me like a French fries. Like... <laughs> oh man all right well on that note uh thanks for joining us guys and um like rate us patreon porky crime sisters all of it do it it all do it all if you You know where we are look out we will (laughs) take sorry what are you doing i was like 
I don't know. Elbow elbowed. slamming, elbow dropping yes. somebody. <laughs> Do it or I'll elbow drop you. Do, like us on <laughs> Facebook or I'll elbow drop you. <laughs> or I'll elbow drop you. We have um, an episode on Patreon about uh, Scuba Steve. It's not actually Scuba Steve. I don't remember his name, but it's a scuba diving murder. Yes, that was a good one. It was that such was a cool good. picture. That Not a cool picture. I shouldn't say that, but a picture of... Um, the person that was murdered floating in the ocean that no one knew that was taken. It was crazy. It's crazy. So that's already on there. So if you slide want on to over join, there. even um, for a dollar a month, you will get that. And we will be posting this week another Patreon. Yes. And then stay tuned for what we got for you next week. It's Halloween month Ooh-ooh. in October. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, yamas. yamas.